0: Not only did you not close the wormhole, it's now bigger and more powerful. Well, that's just great, Jeff. That's just great. I'm going to get sued. My public image is going to be tainted. It's just. Oh! Hello, my best boys and girls. So, today I'm going to go deeper into a TV show that. I very briefly talked about in the NETV shows with. I did it with my good friend Sam, um, and that is a show called Scrubs. No, no, and no. I did not just see someone like. Is this a show called Hey, you're a scrub? No, the show is actually called Scrubs. Um. Yeah, I will be talking about what I overall thought of Scrubs. It's going to be kind of like my episodes on the Twilight Zone, where I talk about what I think of it overall. So yeah, um, let's get into it. So first what is scrubs well scrubs are what the uh nurses and doctors wear but that's not important right now what scrubs is scrubs is a doctor sitcom that ran from 2001 to 2010 um yeah so uh honestly if you haven't seen it i can't really blame you if you're like if you're around my age and my general age demographic and you didn't see it? I honestly would not be very surprised. It was, <laughs> it's pretty inappropriate. At least the first season is, but yeah, it is pretty inappropriate for my, uh, for someone. If I were to watch it when I was when it first um, aired, it would be pretty inappropriate. Yeah, there are some episodes that are okay, but there are general inappropriate threads, um, especially for if I actually watched it when I when it came out. But you know what? it's actually a pretty, it's actually a really good show. Um, it ran for nine seasons, so I think that's pretty amazing. A show normally doesn't run for nine seasons. It is a sitcom, so it did have a little bit more, it had a little bit more, uh, you know, had a little bit more, uh, I guess, room to grow rather than drama, because I mentioned it's, because I mentioned it's like high, because I mentioned high-spectrum shows, um, I mentioned sitcoms have patterns, certain patterns that they always follow, and you just kind of gotta ride it till the pattern wears out, but, like, if you actually have, like, a drama and, like, a a continuous plot, it can only go so far. So, nine seasons, that's really good. It almost ran for an entire decade. Well, I already kind of spoiled what I think of it, so let's get into the reasons why I think Scrubs is a great show. So one of the reasons I think Scrubs is a good show is it is a unique doctor show. It's a show about a bunch of medical, medical personnel in a, in a hospital and they have to work through their jobs and manage relationships and stuff. They're young people. It's unique because most doctor shows are dramas. You know, there's a lot of doctor shows. Grey's Anatomy, that's one of the most popular ones. Um. And yeah, most of them are dramas, and for good reason too. Um, mainly because you know it, it's a hospital; people die in hospitals, like you know, injuries that got too injuries that got too bad, just medical complications. But yeah, it is a comedy first and foremost. Um, yeah, it is a it is a comedy about yeah, it's a doctor comedy. Um, but the thing is, it's not only doctor jokes. I feel like when I said it's a doctor comedy, that could have the wrong, the wrong implications. Like, oh, uh, you know, he thought it was gastroenteritis, but it's actually this, He's still up. No. These are jokes that, like, anyone can get. So, yeah, that is basically the, uh, it's a doctor comedy. It is, I would say, middle of the spectrum. Maybe a little bit over to the lower end of the spectrum, because while you can watch it in any order, i watched it after they took it off Netflix. Seriously, what is with Netflix taking off great shows? You know, Scrubs got taken off, Doctor Who, Lost, The Twilight Zone. But of course they keep Twilight. Ah, yeah. Anyways, um, Scrubs, right. Um, so, uh, Yeah, it is a uh, doctor comedy, and it's middle of the spectrum, I would say. Because while you don't need to watch it in order, while I'm just repeating myself, I'm sorry, you still need to watch, it would still mm, enhance your viewing experience if you watched it in order. Like, um, you won't be totally lost, but things do happen, and that's one of the reasons I like it, because, you know, um, and doctors, they at first start out as interns, you know, they're just interning at the hospital, and then they slowly become actual doctors, people leave, relationships grow and develop. Like, I know who the main character is going to end up with. So, I'm just like, well, why are we... So, I'm just like, oh, it's the dog and pony show of... Uh, it's a dog and pony show of uh, this person's relationship, but I know it won't work out because he gets with this girl in the end. So, Yeah. Overall, it would enhance your experience, but you don't need to watch it in order. Yeah, so Scrubs is a doctor comedy that's actually pretty funny. However, it's not all a comedy. There's some drama, too, because, you know, hospital, death, all that stuff. I would say the first episode. Now, normally with pilots, I normally say don't watch just the pilot and then just judge it based solely on that. Um, because, you know, pilots, they, they aren't the best. I mean, yeah, they fly our planes, but it's overall not too good. wait, it's not right. No, wait, yeah, no, the pilot, yeah, the pilots, um, they aren't the best judge for a show, because, you know, after the pilot, they could run, you know, I don't know, like a focus group, and they have to do and say what the other guys tell them to do, and if they get the most hands raised, they lose. No, they win. wait. This isn't, no, this isn't The practical Jokers. This is Scrubs. So, um, I also think part of my podcast is just to see how much references I and puns and jokes I can make throughout the entire episode. You know, I should really have a counter. Eh, maybe not. Maybe for another episode. But anyways, um, I normally say pilots aren't very good because, you know, sometimes it gets... Sometimes they think it's going to work, but then they're like, okay, what worked in this episode, what didn't work? Okay, you don't like that? Okay, we won't do that. Uh, Make this character a bit better? All right, we'll do that. Um, That gag just wasn't landing? Okay, we'll cut that out from the other episodes and try to replace it with another gag. Pilots aren't a good, they're normally, you know, trying to find its footing, trying to, you know, so it can boost itself up. However, I think the pilot is pretty good in this one, in Scrubs. It clearly defines the relationships the characters have with each other. It defines who the who the guy that... Act, it defines who the different characters are. It defines a lot. And honestly, it's super useful. Um, normally with... Uh... And one of the greatest things the pilot does is it is basically a roadmap of how the episodes are going to work out. It was like 80% comedy with 20% drama, because they did have, in the very first episode, they did have a patient pass away. And I feel like that is like saying a message to you like, hey, this is mainly comedy, but there is gonna be some drama. And when you can mix in a comedy and a drama, especially in the same episode, that is amazing. That's like, that's really hard to do. And I really respect Scrubs for doing that. Although I 100% prefer comedies over dramas, I don't want to see something that makes me sad. I respect how they're able to do that. And they actually draw in actual comedy and actual drama. It's not like, oh yeah, you tried to make a joke. Ha <laughs> ha, pity laugh. And like, oh, wow, how sad. No, they mixed in comedy with drama. It is, I I really like how they're able to do that while still maintaining that they are mostly a comedy. Um, there's there's a few episodes that are just like, all 100% tragedy, like, once they lost three patients, and I was just like, I was kind of upset. I'm like, what? But, but they were so healthy, they're, they're, they're gone? What? I mean, yeah, I know it's a TV show, but still, it was just like, you know, kind of like a blow to my gut, you know? Um. And yeah, they do have recurring patients, and some of the recurring patients do die, so I just thought, I honestly just think that how they're able to mix expertly mixing comedy and drama is like you know super good and they do it really well too there was another episode where they had me or it was pretty funny they had me laughing and then they just had then it's one of the most devastating episodes in Scrubs now I won't spoil it because it is a darn good episode but there are some episodes where they're just where it's just like really funny but then really sad and how they managed to mix in both in the same, in this exact same show, season, episode, co- consistently, too. It's not like, oh, one little thing, oh, it's just like one sad episode. No. It's sprinkled throughout the episodes. But it's mainly a comedy, and that's why I like it. It's a comedy, and it's also a drama. So I think that is expertly mixed in, and they did a really good job of doing that. Now, something kind of going along with how it's a drama... Two is that you still get pretty good characters. I mean, <laughs> with nine seasons, you got to kind of hope that there's some depth to your characters. It can't be like Ariana Grande's Seven Rings. Shallow. That's right. I said it. I don't like Seven Rings. I think that song is very, very shallow. Okay, rant, rant about Seven Rings. Over. So, um... You still get some really dramatic and really vulnerable episode, uh, really vulnerable moments with the characters. Like Dr. Cox, you know, really sarcastic, just always thinks about himself, very arrogant and egotistical. You see some tenderness with him, like with his son. Um, his ex-wife comes back to him, says, Hey, I'm pregnant. It's not yours. What are you gonna do? No, she actually would say something like that. That's just her character, but obviously it was more. You know, dramatic. You can't really do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, seriously. You can't use tuna to seal the void. To seal the wormhole. I told you, I'm recording a podcast. Get out. So, um... Yeah, you, um... We see see that he actually deeply cares. Dr. Kelso, he's the quote-unquote villain. Though I don't think it's really right to call doctors villains. Doctor Who, if you don't know. Anyways, um, it's not right... Wow, wait, hang on. Maybe Netflix doesn't like Doctor shows. Oh my gosh. That's right. They took off Scrubs. They took off Doctor Who. They took off Lost, and the main character is a doctor. It all makes sense now. Wow. I'm on to Netflix. This might be my last episode, because Netflix is going to kill me now. Man, I like doing post-credits. You know, but if I'm still here from next week, I will record another episode for you. Anyways, um, he's the quote-unquote, Dr. Kelso is the quote-unquote villain. But you see, but he out even helped Elliot. And Elliot, Elliot's kind of a punching bag for everyone. Just, you know, small, blonde, insecure doctor, easy target. You know, people are jerks. But, yeah, um, we see some depth to him and some, uh, and we do see that he actually does care. And JD and and Turk, you know, when you meet when we first meet them, they're you know, goofy, funny, you know, carefree. But with their patience, you actually see some depth to them. Carla and Turk, you see their relationship and how deep how much deeper it is. And I just think that's good that you can still pull out some really nice, really dramatic moments with the characters while still maintaining how funny it is. Like they're just all-around re- well-rounded characters, and they're really funny. Um, Yeah, I will talk about characters in the next segment. But, yeah, You we see how, how well-rounded and how in-depth they are. <laughs> even Todd, the Todd's character. Wow, yeah, even the Todd's character. If you don't know the Todd, <laughs> he's a funny character. He basically, all he does 90% of the time is run around making sex jokes and lewd references and yeah that that's just his character however we do see that he also is well i don't know if he's actually homosexual but he's anything because he's just like he's just he can do anything basically but we see that 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 it's a very small scene but very significant we see that he's that way because of his father His father made lewd references to women, and he's like, but I just want to watch Anne. He's like, no, son, that's gay, or something like that. I I don't really remember, but Todd Packer. That's it. Whoa. They're both named Todd. (laughs) The Todd and Todd Packer. He's basically Todd Packer, but he has some depth in him. And I think that's really good that you can pull out some dramatic moments out of of characters that may or may not, that just also seem goofy most of the time, but you can pull some dramatic moments out. Now, I can't talk about scripts without talking about the all-star characters. There are some pretty good characters. Um, you got JD. He's the young doctor, intern. He's the main character. Clearly main character. You know, he's the narrator. You know how most sitcoms have a narrator? Um, in the Goldbergs, it's Adam Goldberg. In the middle, it's Frankie Heck. This, and this one is JD. We get inside his head. Now, the unique thing about JD is that he has little daydreams and little fantasies that he does, like, He's like, well, what if this happens? Then he, like, he looks off in his face. That's the sound it makes. And he looks at, the, and then it's just this weird daydream that he has that normally something goes off the rails, and he pops back in and says something completely random, like, "But I don't even know how I'm going to treat this patient. And then we see his fancy, and then he pops back and was saying, stay away from my flower pot, flower pot's turk. And then he walks away. And it's, it's funny. Like, that is one of the things that I think sets it apart. How funny it is when he does his little uh, fantasies. I thought that was funny. Um, also, you got Turk. You got his his best friend. Uh, they have a very bro- good bromance going. And that's pretty much the best way I can describe it. It's a bromance. Got Carla, Turk's wife. Um, she's very strong. She's a very strong female character. Um, like, you know, doesn't take any sass from anyone. And... She's the only one that the janitor is afraid of. <laughs> the janitor actually called her a "scary nurse wife," "scary wife nurse." She's a nurse. Anyways, um, I'll talk about the janitor later. There's Elliot Reed, um, small blonde doctor. Kind of gets picked on because she's blonde and very small, but she's you know tries to make a name for herself. There's Doctor Cox, and Doctor Cox, I think, is one of the Dr. Cox is definitely my favorite character. He is the very 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 sarcastic doctor, but deep down he actually cares. And I like and I really like that dynamic, you know. Very sarcastic, seems borderline rude, but once you get to know him, you know he actually really cares about JD. He's JD's uh head boss and uh yeah, he's JD's boss. Um but yeah, he actually deep down cares. I actually had a teacher who this this teacher showed me Scrubs, but now that I think more about it, my teacher was actually pretty much like Dr. Cox. <laughs> like, looking back, I think he, he pretty much was Dr. Cox. So, yeah, Dr. Cox is definitely one of my favorite characters. There's Dr. Kelso. Now, Kelso is listed as, quote-unquote, the villain. I mean, you can't really call them villains because they're still doing their job, they're doctors, they're saving lives, all that jazz, but he's just the head of... He's the chief of medicine, super harsh. Like very, like everyone's scared of him, and they don't really, and no one really likes him, so he's very scary. Um there's also then you can't forget the minor characters too. Those are the six main characters, you know. They're in the intro. By the way, the intro is great. It doesn't take too long. It's a bit later in the episode, which I'm not a big fan of. I think it should be at least wait a few minutes. Um, and then yeah, it's all good. Like uh, how the Goldbergs does it—they show a few minutes, and then there's the intro. Intro, very short. Um, the song—the song goes, "I can't do this all on my own because I know I'm no Superman." I think that's that's the perfect analogy for doctors and what they are. You know, they can't do it on their own. They have a team, and they're not Superman. Although they do save lives. Um, so yeah, they. Uh, there's another. And now the minor characters—they're important too. There's, there's Ted. <laughs> Ted is the depressed lawyer of Dr. Kelso. Just very depressed. <laughs> very, very emotionally unstable. Just very sad. It's pretty funny. Um, one of my favorite minor characters is the janitor. Um, now, the janitor is played by Neil Flynn. Um, Neil Flynn has been in a few other things. You might know Neil Flynn as Mike Heck from the middle. But yeah, the janitor is just... I don't know how to describe him. He's just this, he's always harassing JD from an incident that he thought got him that from an incident that he thought he did in the first, in the very first episode. Um, he's always harassing him and he's just a very strange guy. Um, one of my favorite quotes of him is he said, he said to his girlfriend when, um, Elliot and Carla, the nurse, um, told him, you know, just let it all out. You know, you got to you can't keep up this facade thinking you're normal to her. He straight up kept on he just said a bunch of weird stuff and one of the <laughs> one of my most favorite things he said is I don't believe in the moon. I just think it's the back of the sun. <laughs> so yeah, the, the uh Jander's a great character. Anyways, there's just an all-star great there's just a bunch of great characters and that's really what propels the story forward is the characters and the relationships and dynamics between the characters, you know. Uh, J.D. and Turk, you know, best friends. J.D. and Elliot, you know, there's some tension going on between them because I think they like each other, but they just don't want to say it, and it it takes a little while for them to actually get together. Although, if you look at the, if you watch an episode, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or a doctor to figure out, hey, they like each other, they're going to get together at the end. You know, Turk and Carla, Turk's still kind of a big kid, but Carla's, you know, very focused. Uh, Elliot and Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox and anyone, actually, for that matter. Especially his ex-wife, Jordan. (laughs) Jordan. Mmm. I don't know what to say about her. She is just, she is very, very... I don't know how to describe her, honestly. Uh, she does (laughs) sleep with a lot of people. But she's also really funny and her just her character adds a lot so i really like her character i think her character is really unique and funny so yeah um yeah the all-star cast of characters that's another thing that i think scrubs is really good so now i'm gonna do something that i have never done before smush the uh sponsorships into one so first of all one episode of scrubs there is a boy who is severely dehydrated And his skin was gray. Doctor said he was the most dry, the driest kid he's ever seen. Okay, maybe that wasn't actually an episode of Scrubs. But that did happen in a hospital in Northern California. I know for a fact. So drink water. And now, a word from our sponsors. Another thing I like about Scrubs is they learn. And I'm not talking about the characters, but I'm talking about the first, the very first season, they learned. They created a focus group, probably, or something, and they learned. One of the common gags in Scrubs was how much, (laughs) they sleep around in Scrubs a lot. That's, for some weird reason, that's one of the, uh, the common things in hospitals. You know, when I think of hospitals, I think saving lives, medical students, you know, the beep, beep. 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 Beep of of machines. I don't think of sleeping around, but that was one of the big things in Scrubs for some unknown reason. However, they thankfully probably had a focus group or something, and they reduced it a lot. Not completely gone, but they reduced it. My point being is that Scrubs, it gets better after the first season. Now, I think the first season's really good, it's really funny, but there was just that there's that little thing. I didn't really like that much. Uh, it was pretty uncomfortable because I was watching it with my parents, because I discovered Scrubs in high school, and yeah, it was pretty awkward when I was watching it with my parents. Just, you know, and you know, you we've all been there. You know, shows and movies that you don't think is gonna be there's gonna be a scene like that. There's a scene like that, and you're just awkwardly sitting there, just like, huh. Man, I like this wall. Maybe I can get us a painting of something on this wall. Oh, still going on. Okay. Just don't look over there. Yeah, but they learn after the first season. They keep everything else. They keep the other good stuff, but they... yep, Yoink! Take that out of the first season. Which I think is really good and really useful because, you know... <laughs> it would be very hard to watch if that's all it was. Um, there, There's still a lot of it, though, so... Maybe this is more like a critique of it, but I'm just glad that they cut some of it out. But there's still a lot of it. Um, is this a coin note? I think it is. For those of you that don't know, coin notes were something I introduced in my very first season of, of post-credits. Coin notes are things that I think, it's, it's two-sided, basically. Something I like. And something I don't like. Um, yeah, so I think that's one of the main things of Scrubs. Um, I don't like how much they're sleeping around, but at least they reduced it by 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 a substantial amount from the first episode. Yeah, so that's that's kind of my coin note I guess for today. Woo, made a coin note. Now nothing is perfect, and Poobuddy's perfect. So, there is a major downside to Scrubs. And that is something called Season 9! Now, 9 is German for no, and I think that is the perfect way to describe Season 9 of Scrubs. Just a giant no. I mentioned this in my ending episodes. It is awful. Now, a lot of the times with pattern shows, shows that have patterns, you know you can, it normally starts to kind of peter off a little bit at the, uh, in the end. Worse? Yes. Uh, Parks and Recreation. Um, The Office. Yeah, those are two big shows that come to mind. Is it worse than the original seasons? Yes. Is it unwatchable? No. I would still watch it. Like, if I was, like, after this, I might go watch some TV. I might, you know, turn on the TV and watch it like, oh, okay. It's The Office on. Of o- oh, it's Season 8. Darn. Oh, well, I'll still watch it. Yeah. But in my opinion, Scrub Season 9 is unwatchably bad. And that is because, as my friend Sam said, they're trying to do essentially a soft reboot. The next generation, essentially. And basically... I'm gonna sound old here, but the next generation is terrible. No, really, it's pretty bad. They're trying to do a soft reboot. They kind of they got rid of most of the characters. Like Elliot's role <laughs> reduced. Carla's role <laughs> reduced. Or some characters were just hi-yah, axed altogether. Like the janitor. The janitor's role was axed, and I love the janitor. He's hilarious. However, they cut him why? Well, I looked it up. And the reason was, he was actually starting to roll in the middle. So that couldn't happen. But the reason was pretty dumb. The reason was just, you know, uh, JD, uh, oh, the, JD's not here anymore. So I was like, oh, well, I'm not gonna harass, I can't harass anyone then. I'm on, I'm out. Actually, that was, that was a pretty good, actually, now that I think about it, that was, that was funny. But I just probably didn't like because I liked the janitor and how he was leading. Um, at least it wasn't lazy right. Um, I feel like they could have done a lot more with the janitor. Um, I mean, it made sense, at least. It was funny. He's not essentially a deep character, but it's funny. So I'll give him that. It happened in between seasons, so I think that's what the struggle was. But yeah. Back to my rant about season 9. It was, it was a soft reboot, that's what it was. You know, you, you got a bunch of, you, you, had, you brought in a bunch of new characters. You ditched the old characters, most of them kicking them to the curb or just severely reducing their screen time and you brought in these new characters and tried to get them to shine. No, that was terrible. The old characters were great. They had depth to them. And uh, also they were in medical school. Uh, Dr. Turk and Dr. Cox—they were both doctor or teachers, professors in medical school, which is different. It's not a—it's not a school comedy. That's community. You are a doctor comedy. Yes, they still went to the—I think they still went to the hospital. That's how little I know of the seasons. I hated it so much. Yes, they still went. I think they still went to the hospital. But you are primarily a doctor show, not a school comedy. Again. That's that's community. That there there's other shows that have school in them. The middle, the goldbergs, you are not that, you are a doctor comedy. Yeah, they switched up that. That's one of the things I liked about Scrubs is the doctor setting of it. I liked the meeting the different patients and it, it school wasn't very good. I don't know why I didn't like it. It just wasn't very good. Also, finally, um another thing that I didn't like about it. The characters were terrible. They were insufferable. I hated them all. You know how the other characters, they had depth to them, they had hopes and dreams, and they were they were deep. No. These all this new group of idiots, this new group of scrubs, yeah, see what I did there. Um, Pun is coming up. That's where I make a pun for every day of November. Um that's not that's on my Instagram, but you can still follow me on uh My Instagram, at post underscore credits underscore podcast, I'll be posting updates. Um, During the off-season, I realized I failed at handling the off-season, but I now know what I need to do. I know it must be done. And that is that I have to be active on my Instagram. I have to, you know, I have to make some stuff on my Instagram. Like I think I'll do movie trivia, maybe movie polls on my Instagram, so yeah. Stay tuned to the off season. It's probably gonna go throughout November. Probably I did take a few days off. So I will. Anyways, that's what not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how bad the new Scrubs characters were. You got rid of the old characters, you brought in new characters. That'd be fine. I'd be a I'd be a, actually I'd be pretty annoyed at that, but you brought in new characters, and they're terrible. They had one trait to them. And I already mentioned this, so if you really don't want to. Really want to, you could just look up the other episode with Sam on ending TV shows. It's a good one, anyways. They had one trait horny. That's all, (laughs) they were all horny, and that's the running gag. You, I thought you cut that out in the first season. No, they were all horny people, yeah, and that is pretty much their entire character development. And they're are varying levels of horny. They're varying different levels of horny. But yeah, it was terrible. Um, yeah. It says only three of the seven main characters remained as regular main characters in the in Scrubs. Um, looking at the photo, it's Cox, it's Doctor Cox, Doctor Turk, and J.D. Yeah, Carla, uh, Turk's wife. Who needs her love interest? And I think actually at this point, wife of, of, uh, doctor, of, uh, JD. <laughs> Who cares about her? She's gone. Kelso, obsolete. Yeah, you can't do that with Scrubs. You have to have the characters intact. Yeah, the new characters were terrible. Um, I think it was actually picked up by a different, a different network at the time. So maybe it's not all their fault, question mark, hopefully. But yeah, it was awful. Season 9 of Scrubs, the final season, (laughs) I wonder why it's the final season, was terrible. Yeah. um, We got introduced to them a little bit beforehand, some of the characters a little bit beforehand, but then they're like, ha, these are your new characters, love them! But yeah, that, that is why, that's one of the major drawbacks of Scrubs, is the new gen is terrible. And the new season was awful. I'll get back to more I'll get back more on that later. One final thing I did not like about season nine of Scrubs is how they handled the main character leaving. Now, ninety percent of the time you don't have the main character leave in shows. That's like that that's losing the main character. That that that's why. Because with no main character, that's what the show's kind of built on. There's, like, there's just the supporting characters, and you could hope your supporting characters are enough to, you know, propel forward. It's essentially, I guess, like losing the engine of a plane. You hope everything else can work. You know, the mechanics on the plane, the if there are any, the pilot, the co-pilot, the wings, all that jazz. But if you lose the engine, then you're kind of toast. Now, combine that with losing the engine, some of the wings, and some of the crew. Yeah, that's pretty much what Scrubs was. And trying to replace them with all new people that are terrible. Yeah, that's what Scrubs Season 9 was. Now, the one instance I can think of where a main character did leave is from the office. In the office, the main character, Michael Scott, he left. Um, How they had him leave... I did talk about this in Ending TV Show, so I will be reiterating some of the points because I think it's very important to why Season 9 of Scrubs was awful. Is that they they performed a song for him. Um, A parody of 525,600 minutes from Rent. They performed a parody. They basically said goodbye to him. It was a really big thing. Yeah, uh, it was very emotional. It was an emotional time in the office, because, you know, the main character is leaving. Now, for Scrubs, what they did. um, First of all, how I mentioned it's a soft reboot. The first thing they did was they tried to, because you know how JD is narrating it, they tried to change perspectives a little bit. You know, they changed the point of view. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil! But yeah, they, they changed... Points of view, so someone so someone else was narrating it. It was an intern, one of the intern one of the new cast members. That was supposed to be like a JD, but it wasn't because they're all horrible. But yeah, so she um so it changed it got it was now from her perspective. And so because they they although they made a horrible decision with Scrub Season 9, they still had some sense in them to actually um yeah, to actually not just completely take him away they tried to you know ease us into it a little bit a lot of the times you know they ease us in and they also eased in jd leaving too so you know they kind of eased us into it they didn't want to you know jump it all on us at once that'd make it even worse hard to believe i know but they kind of eased us into it a little bit and then they they kind of mentioned it a lot like hey he's leaving he's leaving soon he's leaving and then he's gone how they handled it was pretty bad. They just showed one of those weird fantasy things that they do of Turk sadly beating a drum with JD's face on it. And then that was all. that that, that that's all, of JD. No more. bye bye. Don't miss him. I feel like that doing that isn't really closure, like you know, you you like the character, you know. you see all different aspects of him, but no, he's gone. Just deal with it. So yeah. How they dealt with the main character leaving. First of all, the main character shouldn't leave. Uh, Jeff didn't leave in Community. Um, and uh, Leslie Note didn't leave in Parks and Rec. Yes, Office is an exception, but you should first of all you shouldn't have your main character leave. And second of all, make sure it's a make sure it's a good send off. You know, like you can't just do that. Then it won't feel right. It won't feel closure. You're just like, oh, but that's all. Just not expected. Also, um, with doing that, the reason why community was able to somewhat function with uh, with their cast members leaving is they did slowly. They didn't just all ax them all at once. This one, they axed like two, three of the main characters, and then they got rid of JD. So yeah, they dealt with JD leaving in a horrible way, and that is one of the reasons season nine was awful. So now's the part where wrap it up. Top it off send it to you guys. Overall, Scrubs is a great show. I think um, I like how it is a medical dra- uh, comedy. How they infuse a lot of comedy into it, but there is still a fair amount of drama. So, uh, so much so that it is able. It doesn't just get pushed to the side, but it is still re- 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 eh, retains it being a comedy. So I think that's really cool. Um, I like how the characters are nice and dynamic and really deep and how you really get into their heads and we see that there's many different dimensions to them. <clears throat> um, however, season nine was a total train wreck. It was a disaster. The this characters were all, it was tried to be a soft reboot. The characters were just unlikable. They changed settings a lot of the main characters that they had just gone tossed to the side so yeah those are my thoughts on the tv show scrubs um it is although it has been off for a while and netflix took it off you can still watch it on i believe the channel is ifc um yeah i sometimes watch it whenever i can unless season nine that season was terrible as in case you can tell by my huge Uh, 12 and a half minute rant about it. Um, Yeah. So that's all for this episode. Um, uh, Next week's episode, I am between topics. I am not sure what I will do, but I can guarantee you, as with all my episodes, you do not want to miss this. So yeah. Um, Tell everyone about this. Uh, Tell your friends, your family, acquaintances, neighbors, enemies, mortal enemies while you're dueling them. Make them listen to my podcast before you eventually you know, push them into the bomb that they planted at the school when the school's all abandoned and stuff, and you're the big hero of the day. You know how it is, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much all for this episode. And roll crypt.